He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. What are they looking at? Why, why, is, why don't they think about hospitality? And, and in a nutshell, hospitality, and particularly hotel and lodging, it has, you know, an awareness problem. Mm-hmm. It has an awareness problem where, um, you know, 41% of people don't know anyone who works in the industry. Really? Um, 94% have never worked in the industry. They've ne- 90 plus percent have never taken a class related to hotels and lodging. And so, you know, there's a big awareness problem. Um, the other side is, you know, hotels uh, and lodging has, has an image problem. Mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, only, you know, 37% of, of respondents thought that it offered careers for someone like me. Um, or was uh, 45%, you know, said it not necessarily a career I could be proud of. You know, these are, these are things that, um, you know, in addition to unemployment, um, you know, are kind of, you know, hurting the hotel and lodging industry. And that not necessarily just because people believe these things doesn't make them true. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning back into Slick Talk. This episode is featuring Ron Mitchell, the CEO of Virgil Holdings, and also of H Careers, which is a relaunch platform that is basically been around in the industry for a very long time, about 20 years, and has been relaunched as of this year. And really exciting stuff because not only is this a job board for people in the hospitality uh, industry, but it's really a good tool to help advance your career and you know, maybe acquire some of the skill sets or develop some of the skills that you already have in order to get the dream job. And also, if you are an employer itself, on how to retain your employees and how to find and make sure that you are the right match and that when you hire a new employee, you get to keep them and retain them. So I hope you guys really get to enjoy the episode. Ron and I were really passionate about the discussion. So find it out more at hcareers.com or you also find everything on slicktalkthepodcast.com as well. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Well, I started like um, most college grads, although today most grads have a lot more transparency into you know, the types of careers that are available to them. Uh, than I did coming out of college back in 1992. Um, but, uh, you know, started out in uh, my career in finance and investment banking and then uh, private equity, investing in businesses and companies. And while I was on that side of the table investing in other entrepreneurs, I always had a niche to be on the other side of the table um, and be one of those entrepreneurs and one of those operators. And so, you know, after a number of years of uh, being an investor, I jumped, uh, jumped to the other side and started you know, building, uh, essentially got passionate about helping people navigate their careers. I was particularly focused on student athletes when I first started. I was a college athlete, played basketball at Harvard, and knew the challenges that um, athletes specifically faced in their career navigation challenges. So, 
So I sort of jumped in and started building some tools and technologies around uh, assisting student athletes uh, to leverage certain career opportunities. And as that progressed, got you know more deeply um, you know involved in and excited about, um, and and frankly you know disappointed in what was out in the market to help people of any background, whether an athlete or not. And and subsequently just uh, dug deep and started building different technologies to help people better you know navigate their career journey. Very nice. So um, with kind of Virgil holdings and all that kind of stuff. How did you get to that point? Like how did you become investor and and kind of in that that realm of helping entrepreneurs kind of take off their career? Um, what was the stepping stone for you, I guess, in that area? Uh, stepping stone to being an investor or stepping stone to becoming an entrepreneur? Both. Let's do both. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as an investor, when you're in when you're in finance, um, you're dealing with a lot of numbers, you serve a lot of customers or a lot of clients. And um, you don't really have ownership. It's very transactional, particularly in the side of the business I was in. And, um, you know, I wanted to I wanted to have be more vested in the investments that we made. So I switched from, you know, investment banking to private equity, where you're you're invested in those businesses, you work directly with those entrepreneurs deeply with those entrepreneurs, helping them, you know, navigate the business. Um, and navigate their business and build your your you know you have an equity participation in those things and you know everyone wins if things go well mm -hmm. uh, but you're still you know a little arm's length right you're not in the day-to-day -day, you're not dealing with the people issues you're not dealing with the day-to-day -day operational issues you're really there more from a strategic uh, standpoint and to you know provide advice and direction and so I you know I wanted to go even farther and be more in that operational side and deal with you know, the, the people side and the, and the, the, the everyday, you know, issues that, that uh, entrepreneurs and business owners address. Mm -hmm. uh, there was not a lot of people like that. I mean, I think people believe they like that stuff, then they get into it and it's a lot more challenging than you think. Yeah, because you're dealing with a lot of personalities, a lot of things that in your head are working out or going to work out in a specific way. And then something comes along and that changes. And then you have to adapt and kind of re i guess um what's the what's the word re rescope yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah and if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that i mean you got to find something if you're gonna do all that hard work you got to find something you're really passionate about you really believe in because it is a tremendous amount of commitment and hard work and and i just you know was always passionate about you know you know coaching really you know being an athlete you know you, you respond to coaching yeah. And I found that, and I always saw that there wasn't a whole lot of coaching on the career side. You know, colleges and universities have completely under-resourced career services offices. You know, at the time, very few, and still today, very few, um, you know, resources that provide that level of really granular and today even personalized guidance yeah. that can help you, you know, one, get better, and two, better navigate to your career goals. Definitely. I, I totally agree. Um, with, with, with that, I'm kind of curious, um, what was H careers before you acquired it and kind of, um, can you kind of give us a little bit of background on what that is exactly? Cause you know, this is the hospitality podcast. So, um, yeah. for anybody listening that, um, H careers is a hospitality career site. Um, and so Ron, I just, I'll let you kind of spiel back into the, the background of what it is and what it's going to be. And um, let's kind of talk about that a little bit more in, in the development side. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we were drawn to H Careers because of the position that it has had in the marketplace for 20 years. For 20 years, it's been serving um, both hospitality professionals and hospitality employers and really being the preeminent and, and the first dedicated you know, career site, job board, you know, focus, particularly on the hotel and lodging industry. So, so a number of folks, when you talk to them, they grew up with H careers. They, they got two, three, four, five jobs from H careers. Mm. And, um, and so it, it had a, a great uh, brand in the marketplace uh, and a great set of, you know, you know, blue chip customers in the marketplace. You know, all the big brands and management companies are, you know, are and, you know, have been and still are customers of the organization for decades. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we like to think H careers have served people well. I mean, here's the challenge, you know, over the years, um, it had been through a, a number of different ownership changes and, and, and no one had really sort of invested, um, I would say, thoughtfully in the, in, in the technology. And at the same time, there's been a, you know, a huge investment in HR technology across the world. Uh, you know, companies like LinkedIn, um, you know, Indeed.com. These companies didn't even exist 15 years ago. Definitely. And today they're, you know, behemoths of the, of the industry, of the tech industry and certainly HR industry. ZipRecruiter, um, you know, Snagajob. You can go down the line of, of all sorts of new technologies to help people identify and find careers. And, you know, H careers really hadn't kept up uh, technologically, you know, over the, that, that course and the development of these new competitors. Definitely. So um, with, I, I kind of, in the beginning of the episode before, you know, this whole conversation starts, uh, I, I listed off, you know, the, there's more than a million vacant positions in the hospitality industry itself. And, um, Lexi also kind of gave me the stats of, you know, every 2.5 seconds, um, there's a new job added and employers are looking for candidates with specific skills to fill those positions and who will thrive in a demanding fast paced environment. Um, why do you think I'm just going to, this is again, off a little bit off of, uh, our conversation earlier, but, um, why do you think it is such a majority of open positions that are very hard to fill? And what maybe what have you seen with H careers and from the acquiring of that that business? Um, maybe going into that. Yeah, let me let me uh, also just riff off of a little bit of what I was talking about before too, which is, you know, that's what H careers sort of was when we bought it, and we initially said, you know, because of the extraordinary need and demand in the market for, um, um, you know, a top-notch resource, we were going to come in and completely redefine that that business we're going to bring best in class technology to H careers you know to the hospitality industry to help address this massive problem and that's you know that's what we've done and in in really a a year's time we've uh, rebuilt the platform from the ground up Uh, we launched it in early November and it's a very different sort of um, you know experience for the job seekers and employers that we think is you know accretive and and beneficial uh, to the marketplace and so you know, to get to, um, you know, answering your question about why, I mean, you know, it doesn't, you know, we, uh, you know, what we are, uh, 3% unemployment, you know, when I was an economics major in college, they, they had something called full employment. You never thought an economy could flourish if, if it had less than 4% unemployment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's, it's very hard to find talent. You also have, you know, changing tastes in the marketplace among, you know, job seekers, particularly, you know, Gen Z and millennials. Uh, they have a different appetite for jobs. They have a different, um, you know, view of, of what a job is and how it's supposed to fit into their lives, you know, and that's sort of challenging. And specifically in hospitality, you know, we did a survey uh, in partnership with the you know, AHLA, the uh, Hotel and Lodging Association, yeah. of 3,000 um, Gen Zers and, and asked them this question, you know, what are they looking at? Why, why, is, why don't they think about hospitality? And, and in a nutshell, hospitality and particularly hotel and lodging, it has, you know, an awareness problem. Mm-hmm. It has an awareness problem where, um, you know, 41% of people don't know anyone who works in the industry. Really? Um, 94% have never worked in the industry. They've ne- 90 plus percent have never taken a class related to hotels and lodging. And so, you know, there's a big awareness problem. Um, the other side is, you know, hotels uh, and lodging has, has an image problem. Mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, only, you know, 37% of, of respondents thought that it offered careers for someone like me. Um, or was uh, 45%, you know, said it's not necessarily a career I could be proud of. You know, these are, these are things that, um, you know, in addition to unemployment, um, you know, are kind of, you know, hurting the hotel and lodging industry. And that not necessarily just because people believe these things doesn't make them true. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, but the, but the challenge is uh, the industry as a whole, we as, a, as an industry as a whole, we need to work to change that perception. And, and that's, you know, that's, we're doing a lot of partnering and, you know, building technology that we hope can, can help change that perception. Agreed. And I hope this episode really becomes a part of that, that perception change as well, because for me, I've been an avid preacher of, you know, I think for for me, I just kind of take it based off of my background. When I was in high school and middle school, I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. I changed my mind every five seconds from a counselor to a firefighter to, you know, a mechanic, even though I'm nowhere mechanically inclined. Like, you know, there's so many things have changed in my head growing up to the point of, I think, where looking at my career now from the hospitality industry and from where I've started to where I am, um, I'm a big believer. And if you don't know what the hell you're doing after college or, or not after college, but after high school or even going into middle school through, through high school, I think anybody and everybody, if you don't know what you're wanting to do, should work in a hotel or a restaurant because there's so many different avenues and branches. Like you have marketing, you have uh, accounting, you have HR, you have um, guest relations, you have food and beverage, you have security, you have uh, business that can retire into you know, valet and all the other certain departments that you can learn certain key aspects from that I think are very important. You know, you get to see a P&L every now and then, you get to see uh, the certain revenue growth in the property, whether it's rooms department or food and beverage or parking or whatever, you know, different like banquets and audio and visual. There's all sorts of different avenues and I love that you guys are just wanting to bring an awareness to, to that because I just, I know from me, if I started in a hotel way sooner than when I did uh, in my early 20s and started in my early teens or late teens, that it would have opened up my eyes to a whole different perspective of, of business and an overall job market slash career. Yeah, I mean, one of the, you know, to that point, one of the, 
recommendations that came out of the study that we wanted to make was, you know, as we think about the hotel and lodging industry, we really need to integrate storytelling into the, you know, into how employers communicate the brand and the opportunities. You know, there are some great stories um, for folks in hospitality, and you've, you've hit on a number of them. You know, one is, um, you know, one that's an important one is that, um, you know, so many people without, you can start at the bottom and, 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 and progress to the top. I mean, literally, you could start out waiting tables or cleaning rooms and become the CEO of a hotel business. You can certainly become a general manager and run a mini business. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's great about, you know, the industry is they encourage you to move around. You yeah. know, folks, folks want you to get that kind of cross-functional experience. And, and that's extremely valuable. And like a lot of, you know, industries will preach that, but they don't necessarily promote that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and as you mentioned, there's, there's a, you know, each hotel is a mini business. There's, there's all elements of, of every functional type of role you want from engineering to marketing to finance to whatever, to guest services. And then I'd say, finally, you know, what you're also finding is people are poaching hotel uh, employees. That's the other challenge with the industry isn't facing. You know, folks realize that, you know, other employers realize that there's no better place to get people who have a customer orientation than hotels. Yeah. And, and increasingly now businesses realize that, you know, one of their key differentiating features um, is how they treat and serve their customers. And so they're looking for people with that customer service orientation. So this industry actually can become a stepping stone to go to branch out of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, positive notes around, um, you know, around, uh, the opportunities available. Well, I definitely agree for, for career wise, like it's, it's not a fast pace, like definitely within, I think, you know, if you are committed and you start out from the very bottom within five years or maybe less, you could work your way up to a, a, a higher up manager position, like a front office or maybe some kind of GM position excuse me. Um, but, uh, I've seen people do it faster. I've seen people become, you know, GM at 21 and they've been in the hotel for nine months. So it's not an impossible, but you know, when there are people that are in the industry for so long and they've been, you know, maybe they just found their home property, whether it's a restaurant or a hotel or anything like that. Um, they don't, if they're not going to leave, you know, that, you know, leaves very little room to, growth and sometimes i think especially with my generation we get a little frustrated when we can't grow and i think we're that's where you know kind of like what you're saying millennials and gen z we're kind of the impatient um aspect in in that type of area so maybe that has something to do with it but i'm curious on to the the numbers that you're you're you know from your survey aren't huge i didn't even know that um you know what was the number on the, the people don't even think of it as a career or um, don't even see it, know anybody that works in the industry that to me is just, is, is mind blowing. So um, I guess I'm, I'm curious now for with you guys adopting the age career platform and doing the relaunch, um, what tech and development are you guys, you know, what is the future of it? What are we going to, I guess not we, but you um, going to do with, you know, the age career platform and growing it into the development side of, of its potential. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, quite frankly, I think, 
you know, as we look at the platform and you said, what was H careers and what has it been? And it's been a job board. Mm-hmm. We don't see the future of H careers as a job board. You know, we see it as a recruiting platform, a talent acquisition platform, a talent development platform. And, um, and so that's sort of directly where we want to go. There's, there's a lot of platforms out there and most of the investment, I mean, a, a huge amount of, of investment has been made in the HR tech space mm-hmm. uh, over the last, you know, three to five years. Um, and, and almost all of it actually is really focused on the employer. And that makes a lot of sense because the employers pay the bills. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we firmly believe that if we can build um, an experience um, that a job seeker that adds real value to a job seeker, to a candidate, you know, such that they want to invest in this platform, not just when they're looking for jobs, but when they're looking to figure out how to advance in their current roles and when they're thinking longer term about their career objectives. If we can build a destination, um, you know, for those types of people um, where they can commune with people, you know, who are like-minded, um, who are best in class and learn from them. Um, if we can do that well, then we can, um, it, the, the, the benefit in, inevitably accrues to the employer, right? Because those folks will tell us more about their goals and their objectives and what they care about. And, and if we can, they do that, then we can, you know, present them a better fit with the right employer mm-hmm. and that employer, you know, benefits from all that information around their, you know, their skill fit, their salary expectations, their culture uh, preferences. Uh, and so, so that's really the directionally where we're going, um, you know, at its core. And there's some, you know, unique tools that we've built into the platform that enab- enable people to, um, uh, better understand their their personal fit for an opportunity, and that's again, as I mentioned, their salary expectation and fit, you know, their skill fit. So we built the ability for individuals in you know under ninety and ultimately sixty seconds to to answer a few questions that are very very granular specific to the role to tell them how good a skill fit they are for that opportunity, mm-hmm. as well as you know providing interest you know information around their preferences of of um, you know benefits and perks that they care about, the values of the organization, um, the the attributes of particular properties that they're that they're interested in, whether that's an upscale property, an urban environment, have a spa or a golf course or resort, and and then deliver them opportunities that map to those, and and then at the same time give the employer the ability to see how well that candidate's preferences and interest and skills map to the opportunities that they have. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Do you, do you see that going into the kind of the role and the aspect of cutting turnover and the, the rate of turnover and the cost of turnover? Um, Cause I can see that being a huge, huge benefit to both, you know, for let, you know, let's look at the lens of, you know, the career person who's looking for a job. Um, you know, that's uh, you know, it prevents them, you know, having to find another job three or six months down the road where then it keeps that steady income in the household. And then as well as the um, employer not having to waste, which I think it was an average of $6,000 is what the cost of um, an employee that goes into a training of an employee. And when they lock up the door, it's about on on an average of 6,000 bucks. So kind of cutting back the labor costs and the turnover rate for the the employer, is that kind of like the, the overall role for, that technology and kind of implementing that, um, 
a new development of the, the program? Yeah, that's one really important aspect of it, but not only cut it down in terms of, you know, the more transparency you have about the opportunity going in, right, the, the less likelihood you have to leave, you, you, you will leave. But, but we, shouldn't, we shouldn't believe that this, this you know, assessment and evaluation and navigation stops once you enter the organization. Definitely. It's continue inside of the organization, particularly when you talk about some of the large hotel companies that are, you know, uh, and often, and often in, in many cases, trying to provide some transparency to help their own employees, as we just talked about. Employees move around from hotel and property to property. What's the right property for you? What are you looking for within the organization? And so that's actually where Virgil was born. Virgil was born as a technology that we built for large Fortune 100 companies like Accenture and JCPenney and Southern Company to help organizations, help them and help their employees, excuse me, better navigate within their own organizations, provide that transparency around what I like to call the bears. What are the behaviors, the experiences, the achievements, the responsibilities, and the skills that make somebody um, prepared and competitive for that next role. So that. when you provide that level of transparency, and we have data that supports this, you find that, not surprisingly, if you tell people what they need to do and what, they, they're, what they're missing, they actually go and do more of those things to the tune of you know 25% more of those things. And if they do more of those things, they get promoted faster to the tune of almost twice the rate. And if they get promoted faster and they're doing those things and they feel like the, the organization is vested in their development, they actually stay 30% longer. So, wow. so all of this is kind of, you know, it starts outside of the organization and continues inside of the organization. And we want, the reason I, you know, we, we took Virgil outside of organizations is, you know, at least inside you might have a, you know, a boss or a manager or a mentor or, or a sponsor. Outside you have nothing. And, and so we wanted to, you know, and this is what's, what's coming next in Virgil is the ability to give people their own personalized, very granular skill development roadmap that not only tells them, here's what you need to do to advance, you know, in your career. I want to be an assistant manager. I want to be a sous chef. I want to be a banquet manager. Here's what I need to do. Here's the experience that I need to get, but also directs them to developmental resources where they can actually go and get those skills. So that's, that's where we're going with this. And we feel like if we, if we really do a great job with those candidates and those, and, the, and those hospitality professionals, well then employers are gonna benefit multifold. I agree so much and I love that because it really takes the whole, the, the meaning of you know, putting, you can walk the walk, which you, you know, or you can talk the talk, which is you know, a lot of companies do. They, and talk about we want to develop and we want to hire the right people and we want to keep the right people and lower retention. And then you have the person on the career side who I want to stay at a job long term. I don't want to have to keep searching for jobs and printing out resumes and doing the interview and getting to pretty much meet somebody and, you know, bond and kind of quote unquote date uh, or court for another time or another round. Um, and then you're, you guys are pulling the trigger. And that's the hugest thing for me from being like in the trenches of management and operations on the hotel side and even in the restaurant side um, is that is where we lack the most is pulling the trigger and actually getting the talk to walk if that mm -hmm. makes sense and well it's hard it takes it takes a lot of time and energy and 
you know, and, and the other thing is, you know, one individual doesn't have all the answers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's, that's the other thing. We put, we put so much pressure on a manager to be able to, you know, provide this, you know, specific guidance to an individual when that manager may not have a, a personal understanding of that person's, you know, skill sets and backgrounds and preferences, um, but also not even have all the answers. So, you know, part of what we're doing is, you know, I don't have all the answers. So we got to go out and find people that have the answers. Yeah, and we're right. able to go out and do that at scale and find subject matter experts to help refine it. And, and then, you know, let people even, you know, customize the, 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 um, the surveys that we give for their own specific organizations or their own, um, you know, or their own needs. Wow. So for, for me, I just really want to emphasize to all the listeners, like, how key this is because I know a lot of listeners are in the hotel restaurant space. So when it, cause I think that is one thing we can look at as a whole. I'm pretty sure you relate to it as well coming just from your background that the lack of resources is so huge. There's such a big gap when it comes to, to training. Cause a lot of it, thankfully, like I'm, I'm a person that I learn on the job. I, I like to get my hands dirty and kind of figure it out and go with, you know, the certain method and process that each property or position has. But um, there's such a lack of resources that, because you're right, every manager doesn't know all the answers. There's been many times where I've had my team come up to me and ask me a question. And I have no idea how to, how to respond because I just don't have that resource, that info. So now taking a, a, you know, a step further, you guys get to, at, you know, at Virgil get to not only help match up the right set and make sure it's going to be a good fit skill wise for the employee and the employer, but now you're providing the resources upon completion of the employment and then as well as developing into that, that position. So I think for all the listeners just need to understand that I think this is such a tool that needs, because like you said, this is a conversation that needs to be really focused on um, is that there's finally a resource out there for people wanting to actually make that step and that change. I think that's yep. huge. That's, that's our, that's our goal. That's what we're building for. And we think, you know, we can build something, you know, transformative for the industry. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're committed to working with the industry to do that. And it takes some time, but we have some great partners and, you know, our customers, we have some great partners in, the um, you know the hotel and lodging association, the national restaurant association is a partner of ours as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we we think we can um, you know do something that you know adds real value. I agree. I, I'm on. I'm 100 on board. So just know, it, Slick Talk is now officially an ambassador of H Careers, and I will fully support what you guys are doing with Virgil and, and H Careers. That's amazing, and I think all the listeners just really. I don't really push many things on my show. I really like to just create an open environment for a good conversation. But I think this is something that's so huge, especially for so many of my listeners that have reached out to, to me specifically of, you know, about becoming a manager or, and, and developing and growing and asking questions on how to get to that point. I think this is something that for 2020, as you know, the year is approaching, um, this is a huge, huge aspect that we need to focus on in, in an industry base. So I just want to say thank you for being on the show with that and kind of just being the company that opens up that door. Well, we really appreciate it. And we're, you know, we're listeners here too. We want to 
encourage your listeners to and maybe through your platform and certainly come to age careers but but you know give us some feedback reach out to us yeah. let us know how we can better serve the industry you know we need to hear from people get their feedback on the work that we're doing it's hard work um but yeah. uh, you know ultimately the the results i think are powerful for individuals and also for the industry as a whole so thanks so much for having me i really appreciate it and um you know look forward to to staying in touch Yes, sir. So uh, I'll talk to you soon. And thank you guys for tuning in to Slick Talk this week. And if you want to find out more, I'll have all the links and information. Where exactly can every listener um, find you guys? Uh, there's hcareers.com, I know, which I'll put in the show notes. But um, maybe some specific articles that you think um, will benefit and just can uh, really uh, use as a, as a good tool for, for these, uh, the audience. Yeah, Age Careers is a great resource. We have, um, you know, uh, probably over a decade of articles dedicated to career advancement and the career journey in the ho in the hospitality and hotel business. And so, some great resources there, and uh, and also a lot of open jobs, as you well know, and you yeah. as you noted. Yes, sir. All right, perfect. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and Ron, appreciate being on the show, and we will uh, hopefully have you guys tune in next week. Great. Thanks very much. We'll have a great day. You as well. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.